Today we are going to discuss about the administrative structure in ancient Egypt. The Egyptian state and the ruling class which controlled it was constantly engaged in perpetuating the cult of the pharaoh. This ruling class wielded enormous power which was derived to a large extent from the divine status of the pharaoh. We must remember that the old kingdom, a powerful centralized state, came into existence in Egypt. By the old kingdom, the Egyptian state had developed an extensive bureaucratic hierarchical structure with wide-ranging administrative functions. This bureaucracy carried out the systematic collection of tribute. Another major function of the bureaucracy was to organize and coordinate tasks related to irrigation. The overwhelming bulk of the tribute came from agriculture. Wheat, barley, flux or a kind of fiber used for making cloth were the main crops. Besides, cattle rearing was an integral part of the agrarian economy. Martyu is a term frequently used for peasants in Egyptian documents. The produce of the peasants was appropriated in kind through a tax levied on them. This tax was called mezed and it included grain, bread, flax and animal hides. The marchu were also liable to cut which implied forced labor either for the state in construction of pyramids etc or for digging and maintaining canals and dikes for irrigation. Artisans and craftsmen were generally bound to workshops attached to temples, palaces and houses of wealthy families. Although there were private traders, the state organized major trading expeditions especially for procuring metal, wood and luxury goods. Every two years, the government conducted a census for assessing cattle and to some extent land. This should not be confused with the modern concept of census since it would have been based on a rough estimate of the resources of each province or nome. We do not know as to how efficient the census was, but it was probably linked in some way to the system of taxation. The officer who was responsible for this biennial census enjoyed a prominent position in the state. The taxes collected in kind were stored in central granaries located in various parts of the country. Payments in kind were disbursed from the granaries. In the archaic period, there were two separate treasuries for Upper and Lower Egypt. The treasury of Upper Egypt was designated as White House and that of Lower Egypt as Red House. In the Old Kingdom, the treasuries were merged into one central treasury called Double White House. The granaries were managed by the treasury, which also kept an account of receipts, payments, tribute, royal treasure, and collection of flax and hides. 
As centralized administration became more and more complex, the pharaohs began to appoint a chief minister to look after the day-to-day -day functioning of the government. The chief minister bore the title Tati and was usually from the royal family. In the provinces, the position of the Arts Mayor, who was initially responsible for irrigation works in the Noms, became increasingly powerful. The Arts Mayor was virtually the head of the provincial government, carried out the biennial census in Noms and dispensed justice. At the lower levels of bureaucracy, there were a large number of scribes who had been trained to read and write the hieroglyphic script and to draft various types of official documents. We can be certain that knowledge of the hieroglyphic script was confined to a very small section of society like officials, priests, scribes and the aristocracy. The vast majority of the people were ignorant of the script. Whereas the Egyptian state had evolved a fairly efficient system for centralized control, beyond certain points centralization was difficult for a pre-modern state. The government in ancient Egypt had to rely on ancient village-level institutions for routine local administration. We have references to village councils called Sheh or Jajat in the Old Kingdom and Quenbeth during the Middle Kingdom. These councils consisted of the Saru, local notables and some scribes. In other words, the Saru or members of these councils were drawn from among the dominant groups in the villages. The Sheh or Jajat had probably existed in the pre-dynastic period. The centralizing tendencies of the Egyptian state did not destroy these institutions. These councils now assisted the government in village administration. In the countryside, the Saru became the main support base of the state and upheld the authority of the pharaoh. It is only a ruling class which is extremely confident of its ability to mobilize financial, technical and human resources on a very large scale that can undertake such an ambitious enterprise as the construction of the Great Pyramids. Nevertheless, the demands made by the ruling elite on the productive resources of the country had become excessive by the end of the Fourth Dynasty. There was growing pressure on marginal areas which probably resulted in environmental degradation and declining productivity. This might have been one of the causes which led to the momentary breakdown of the centralized state at the end of the old kingdom. So this was the nature of the administrative structure in ancient Egypt. This is the end of our today's discussion. For any query, feel free to mail us 